Welcome back to the Profit Your Knowledge Podcast. Today's guest is Ben Hong, and we're talking about fitness and nutrition and why it's so important to keep your health in check while you are pursuing entrepreneurship, trying to grow your business. Because next thing you know, if you're just really focusing on business and grind and rise and grind and all this late nights, everything, next thing you know, like you're making money, but you have health problems and that's not what I want for you. So that's why I bring on guests like Ben so that we can talk about how to balance our health and our business as well, while we can still grow and not just our business, but also grow in our health um, and whatnot. So super stoked about this. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing excellent. How are you? I'm stoked, man. I love the topic of fitness. I was just telling you, I was just at the gym right before this. I usually go in the morning, but then I met with a friend and he could only go at noon for me. So I was like, let's do it. Uh, So it was a midday workout, but yeah, it was good. I always feel better after I leave the gym. Yeah, I just finished my workout this morning. I I actually slept in today on accident, but I ended up going anyways. So yeah, it was a tough workout to say the least. I'm really happy right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we had a pretty good one. I do CrossFit. What what do you, I guess, what do you do for like exercise? I'm kind of curious. Yeah. So I guess you can say my niche is like powerlifting, right? So in essence, I really subscribe to like the Westboro not Westboro, um, what is it called? The conjugate methodology, West Side Barbell mm. uh, method of basically, you know, max effort days and dynamic effort days. So I made it for, I made it for myself where I do like max effort days and like hypertrophy days. So I really subscribe to like powerlifting because I just love lifting heavy stuff as a small guy, basically. Mm. Yeah, that's sick. Oh, dude, it's insane. I see some people like in the, uh, like Olympic lifting, like the, uh, the Chinese are just insanely strong oh, yeah dude they are like and they're tiny like pound for pound they are the strongest ones there's people who like lift more um but those guys you know they weigh what 185 or less you know 170 160 170 and yeah. they're, they're cleaning and jerking like 500 pounds it's insane it's just yeah. wild i think that's cool i'd rather like be strong than look strong you know or yeah like, i mean it's insane yeah. looking at their actual like way they train Right. Because it's just like the reason why they can be so small and dense and so strong is because they just train so intelligently yeah. and it's just impressive to look at. So, yeah, crazy. Well, let's get into this. We're all nerding out on fitness. Uh, ben, what made you decide to to one, be an entrepreneur, but also to get into the niche of fitness and nutrition? Uh, it was actually a complete accident. So I was just at the gym. So I, I, I told you before, I, I was in the army at the time and I just showed up at the gym one day and I ended up talking to one of the coaches and this was actually during COVID as well, like towards like the middle of it where gyms were starting to open up. And I remember talking to one of the coaches and I was, you know, you're just, we're nerding out about fitness just like we are now. Right. And he was just like, Hey, you should consider becoming a coach. Right. And I was like, you know what? Like it might be fun. Right. Like I'm working you know, eight to four, my army job, basically. It's like, you know, I love coaching people as it is. That was like my mentoring people has always been something I'm passionate about. Um, So then I just accidentally fell into like becoming a personal trainer. And then, you know, going back to like mentorship was always just a huge thing for me. I found that like really working with people to help them overcome, you know, not only their physical, the physical things they don't like about themselves, but the mental ones as well. Like two of my favorite clients, um, like, uh, it's okay if I name them. That's entirely up to you. It's your business. <laughs> two, two of my clients, 
Aaron Hurst and Sal Maniachi both came to me around the same exact time, right out of a divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll send you some like of their progress pictures after this, but they just made like an extreme transformation. Their confidence went up and now they're both getting married soon. Right. Oh, that's right. cool. You know, so it was amazing. So that was basically like, man, I love helping people like transform their lives and helping them reach like confidence, if I may. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, I used to be super insecure, you know, throughout, I mean, I had a really rough childhood, but uh, insecurity was something I battled for a long, long time. When people see me now, if they're like, if they could describe, and we've played like this game before of like, if you could describe this person in one word, what would it be? They say confident. And when they describe me and it's like, I put in a lot of work and effort to be able to be perceived that way, but not, not cause I cared about necessarily people perceiving me as being confident. I just wanted to be confident, you know, yeah. and as a byproduct, people perceive that. And uh, fitness has been one of the biggest things. And what I love about it too, like I love CrossFit and the challenge that comes with it more for, I mean, it's definitely physically demanding and physically challenging, of course, but it's the whole like mindset that the, the body will give out before the mind you know, or the, the mind will give up before the body. I mean, you know, and you're like, you can handle so much more, but your brain is tricking you to be like, no, you should cut back. Like you should stop or like slow down. Like I need, I need to breathe or whatever. And it's like, but I can, I know I can do more. And, um, yeah, it's just like the, the mental challenge that comes with it, uh, of like the timers going down. I know this workout's going to be hard or like, it's going to be a challenge and it's probably going to hurt, but like, it's going to be fun. And that has helped me when it comes to my business stuff as well, because, you know, it's like, oh, I don't really feel like making content today. Uh, if it's like a big YouTube video or something like that, but it's like, I know I have to do this work because I know it's going to move towards something bigger. And um, yeah, CrossFit has helped me just like that mentality of spreading from my fitness into my business and other areas of my life as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the big topic that I'd like to cover with you in this is, you know, while we nerd out on fitness <laughs> and nutrition and stuff is, um, I guess like making it be something simple for people. Uh, because I don't think that fitness and nutrition needs to be very complex because I don't think it really is complex. Um, but there's a lot of like mystery around it and there's a lot of conflicting information as well. Um, I guess I'm kind of curious, like, being a fitness coach and someone who's big in this space, and this is the stuff you teach and mentor people, uh, are there any kind of pet peeves you have about like the fitness industry that you see? Yeah, it was actually, I'm not going to name the gym, but a gym I was at this morning, um, I'm just doing my normal workout routine and I'm watching like coaches, coaches basically give their clients like a routine that is one extremely dangerous and just two like counterintuitive and three it's like we know it's the things that you it's the stuff that you you didn't do to get to where you're at now so why are you giving it to your clients and what i've learned about that is is just like there because clients because people have a very short attention span they want like the novelty of exercise right they want everything like the bells and the whistles they want everything to be complicated and new when it's the, when it's keeping it extremely simple and like focusing on your fundamentals, that gets you the real results. And that's probably like, and it's, yeah, that happened this morning. I came home and I was like talking to my girlfriend. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought that guy was about to injure himself. Mm, yeah, so. that's a shame. Yeah. And it's like, I've seen videos of people who are like, 
overhead squatting while balancing like one foot on a medicine ball. Yeah. And it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> like, unless you're just messing around and you're like a pretty advanced athlete, like it's totally unnecessary. So, um, I guess like what are the fundamentals that people should really focus on, uh, or come back to if they've, you know, been in the game, like what are these fundamentals that you're talking about for the listener? Yeah. So when it comes to fun, there's, there's a couple of different fundamentals, right? Obviously the first is, strength train like strength training so that you can like maintain your skeletal muscle mass or like your your skeleton your skeleton density your muscles um and just build strength well into your old age right um cardiovascular health so you can avoid things like heart disease nutrition is extremely important because you know it's what we what we feel our body that allows us to operate you know during the day right um and then of course there's flexibility just because like it's important to be like you know just to have just to be relaxed and not have and avoid injury um so those are like the greater fundamental like the bigger fundamentals where it's like like it's obvious like you know take care of your health eat well and like exercise right but outside of that when we're talking about actual exercise right it's like very if you're trying to get back into fitness just stick with the very simple movements and just get good at them right so so simple movements like pressing motions overhead presses chest press pulling motions rows you know lap and you can you you can keep naming it but instead of trying to overcomplicate things just pick a exercise for those types of motions and stick with it for four to five weeks and really learn how to master the movement before you try to go try something new or just try something entirely insane or like crazy. Right. Yeah. So it's just like the simple movements are the best, like they're, they're there for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even your biggest masters you see in like powerlifting, right. Um, well, one of the, one of the biggest, um, exercises you see powerlifters do are box squats, right. But box squats are something you give to like a new person in the gym that's never squatted before. So they can understand how to squat. Right. So these same power lifters who are lifting, you know, well above what we, like I could even do, or you could do, right? Like 800, like, you know, seven, 800 pound squats, right? They're still going back to the box squat in order to like create more power in their squats. So if the, if the greatest of all times are doing simple motions to get even greater then the simple things are good enough for people like you and I, Mm. right? Yeah. No, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Do you, do you have a recommendation? Uh, Maybe it depends on who you're working with. Uh, Would people go into a gym, you know, they're going to work on these pressing moment movements. Do you recommend like machines or free weights or do you have a preference? Do you care? I'm kind of curious. So, well, preference for me and a lot of my clients, right. Even like the 55, 60 year old ones that I have, um, you'd be surprised how many people can do free weight dumbbell like motions, right? Like they don't need to stick to machines, right? Like five, 10 pounds. Um, so dumbbells are definitely what I always recommend towards people. Cause not only does it help with your core, like your strength, but, and your muscle definition, but also your coordination and balance. So dumbbells are like, you don't need fancy machines. Just like dumbbells are more than enough. And if you're feeling like weight is difficult, go to a lower weight and just slow down the motion. And that is how you can like find mastery in a movement. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Just like presses sitting down. I noticed that, you know, I mean, I've been doing CrossFit for a long time. We do a lot of presses. I coached CrossFit too, for a while. I got like certifications and all that stuff. Um, but people have so much 
trouble with flexibility and mobility when it comes to overhead presses. So I think it's something that, you know, if someone's listening to this and like, yeah, I want to get back into it. And then they start doing it and they're like, oh my gosh, why isn't this working? It's that's where it comes down to that mobility aspect of what you were talking about with like your cardiovascular, that's your running and then your lifting and then stretching. And it's mobility is so important, especially when you're doing something more intense, like CrossFit, like so many people don't, they just kind of like do their workout and then leave. I'm oh, guilty yeah. of that too, but I make a point to just stretch for like 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes afterwards, just kind of like do a little routine, get a little bit of my range of motion back. And I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. good. And I can move actually, back to it. Right before this call, because uh, I haven't, I don't know if you're aware of this, me and Lily are opening our own location probably within like the next month, oh, right? Cool. I'm out buying like equipment. I met this coach and we actually had this conversation about mobility, right? And it's like people... I forget what the actual, I believe it's five minutes, right? Like five minutes a week stretching anything or like or stretching like a particular location is more than enough time to see results consistently, right? A week? A week, five minutes a week. For in a whole week? Oh, dang. Week. So for example, right? If you're trying, you know, you said shoulder press, right? So lat flexibility, right? Um, so if you like focus on your lats for flexibility for like a minute a day, right? Or even like break it up into like 30 seconds and you just focus on getting one, a good stretch, right? Because you want to optimize how well you're stretching, but two, keeping it short. So you're not like annoyed because that's how I feel about stretching. So I just keep it really short. So I'm not annoyed, but if you can accumulate five minutes of stretching by the end of the week, that's more than enough to see results week by week. That's wild. I figured five minutes a day, but per week, that's, that's nuts. It's crazy that people don't even do that much. You know, (laughs) that's wild to me, you know, because I've been in fitness for like so long and exercising. Um, I've always been pretty active, but what do you think is like, what do you think so difficult for people? Cause it's, it, it kind of blows my mind when I have conversations with people because I'm, I'm like a fitness guy. Like I like working out and my girlfriend thinks I'm crazy because I wake up at 5:20 and go do CrossFit at 6 AM. And I do that like four days a week, sometimes five. And it's like, that's my, that's my routine. It's just what I do. But she's like, she does yoga. She's a lot more like laid back and kind of stuff. She's not as into fitness as me. It's freaking stunning though. She's just one of those people's genetic anomaly. But what do you think it is about people who like struggle just to, I guess, to like exercise or to get back into the gym versus those people who just like, it's not a problem to them, I guess. I I feel like the, so when I'm taking in clients and, you know, I'm going through the process of learning more about them, like what keeps a lot of people like from going back to the gym is just fear of not knowing what to do. Because yeah. like you said earlier, um, there's a lot of conflicting information out there, right? Like I had one client who, you know, I gave her this really simple program. And then next thing you know, she's on Instagram and she's like, this coach says I should be doing this. Why am I not doing it on this program? Right. And this coach, like, so there's mm. all this like conflicting information and it's not even that it's necessarily conflicting. It's just that there's a lot to digest and people are afraid they're doing the wrong thing. Right. Yeah, or they're going to injure themselves or something. Yeah. Cause you know, from doing, being in fitness, like if you could, you can't do everything in mm. fitness right? Because there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough and you don't have enough energy, like those kinds of stuff. And a lot of people are just like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right choice for me when it comes to fitness, right? Be doing calisthenics, CrossFit, HIIT training, Orange Theory, but you know, the list goes on and on. And it goes back to like, there's just so much information out there that people are just afraid of just like getting back into it. And that's why a lot of people find coaches to just like, 
here, do this and just like be consistent with it. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I really struggled to go to like generic gyms, like 24 hour fitness and stuff like that, because I mean, you pay, I don't know what the price is now. Let's say 60 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month, just ballpark for like planet fitness or, or no, I think planet fitness is like $10, but let's say like 24 hour fitness and you pay 50 bucks a month for a generic gym. You're basically just paying for access to the equipment. And I like, I think to really simplify this to like dovetail off of what you're saying, like my personal opinion is paying for a class or for a coach, but even to like, like CrossFit, for example, it's like you go in, not all CrossFit gyms are created equal. I fortunately am a part of a good one, but we have good programming and I pay my fee every month, but I show up, I get more than enough out of what I invest. You know, it's like cheaper probably for how much I go, um, than like a normal gym membership. Cause I'm in there all the time. And um, it's just nice to pay for a class, even if it's yoga or something like that, because you show up and that's the hardest part. It's just getting there and do your best because there's already programming. It's like, here's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna do it together. There's other people struggling with it. Cause like exercise, you know, it's like, it's, it could be painful or it can be not painful, but just like challenging. And if other people are challenged by it too, it's like, hey, we did this together. And I think that that's really cool. So being a part of a class, I think is like a really good investment. And people think it's like, oh, but it's too expensive. It's like, well, you're, you're paying for so much more than just equipment. And I think that's something important to pay attention to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're paying for guidance, like accountability, the the the, the community, right? So it's just like, even, you know, I, I like to believe everything in life is cyclical, right? So it doesn't matter if it's fitness, if it's um, yoga, if it's business or anything like that, like people like guidance, right? Like even myself, right? Like I, you know, I have Alex Ramosi, like I have like books. books. I, I like read all, I have all of his books right next to me. Cause like even myself as a growing entrepreneur, as a growing uh, person in fitness, having the accountability and the guidance is huge to seeing success because at the end of the day, like, of, like you don't know you're messed up, but other people can tell you. Mm, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, there's a great saying that I heard um, from an old mentor of mine. It's always stuck with me. I said, it's hard to see the big picture when you're the one in the frame. Hmm. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I really like that. Um, okay, cool. So we've been talking a lot about fitness. I recommend, you know, I think that finding a class or finding a coach or something and kind of do the thinking for you and like put yourself in a position where the hardest thing is showing up and just yeah. doing your best. Like, I think that that's like, and finding something that's fun for you, like that's a great thing to do. That I, I mean, I think the fitness part honestly is a lot easier because of that fact, like invest a little bit more because it's worth it. Um, the nutrition side, I think is a bit more challenging for people because like fitness, it can be one hour in a day or, you know, a couple hours in a week, but nutrition is like every day, like you got to be on it and you know, like to make all these decisions throughout yeah. every single moment of every day, basically like, what am I going to put inside my body? Yeah. What's your take on nutrition? What, how, how do you see like being a healthy diet? Because, you know, talking about conflicting information, there's a whole lot here as well. Yeah. So what I, what my, my, the way I see nutrition is that it should be really simple, right? So the way I approach nutrition, both with my clients and myself, is I focus on two things, right? Calorie, calories and protein, right? That's it, right? Um, protein being the primary, right? So 
the way I approach nutrition to make it easy for myself and my clients is like we compartmentalize what protein looks like because to you and me, right? Like I eat 180 grams of protein a day. How much do you eat? Anywhere from 150 to 200. Right. So 152 to you and me, it's like, okay, yeah, that's a no brainer. Right. But to a lot of people, 180 grams to, you know, you know, 150 to 200 is a lot of protein for people. Right. Mm -hmm. Most people, I mean, the FDA recommends like 50 grams of protein, which is like, I'm like, that's that's like two (laughs) chicken breasts. (laughs) Right. Except for the day. Yeah. Have a chicken breast. Like you're not eating, you're like, most people are either. So people are like aiming for that and they're not even hitting close to like 100, which like, unless you're very small, like 90 grams of protein, if you're trying to build muscle, lose fat, be in shape, you know, have good body functions, like the minimal amount of protein you need, right? So the way I approach nutrition is compartmentalize it, right? So what is 180 do amongst like six meals, right? 30 grams of protein, right? So for so in my case, right, I do 60 grams of protein first thing in the morning, right? So that's like my actual breakfast, which is like 30 something, and then a protein shake, Right. And then lunch, for example, would for me, because I, I, I come, I, 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 copy, I don't demonize carbohydrates. I just don't like it in the middle of the day, right? Because mm-hmm. carbohydrates do this thing where one, it spikes your insulin, right? And when it crashes, you feel super tired. I don't want to feel tired when I'm like, it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon and I got to work, right? Two is the whole, it produces tryptophan, right? Which tryptophan produces two more chemicals, serotonin and melatonin, right? So that's why people get addicted to carbs because serotonin is, you know, makes you feel happy. Mm. And then melatonin makes you feel more tired, right? Mm. So for lunch, the way I approach it, and a lot of my clients end up approaching because it works for them and their busy schedule is they'll eat a high protein um, lunch. So they'll do things like chicken salads, or they'll do um, Greek yogurt, beef jerky, things like that, like very simple, easy to get. So you're not running out trying to, uh, you know, go to Chipotle and like find something to eat. So it's good for your wallet, but two, you don't even have to meal prep this stuff, right? Like super I can, easy. I can take a Costco rotisserie chicken, measure four ounces and then throw a salad together and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or I can run to a gas station and pick up two, two little containers of Oikos. So simplifying it so that like lunch now you don't have to worry about meal prepping my clients don't meal prep at all i don't meal prep it's a waste of my time Mm. right i cook breakfast and dinner and then of course i just keep compartmentalizing so 60 30 60 again for um dinner and then another 30 in like snacks and protein shakes right Mm. so and you notice that when you focus on hitting a high protein intake like you barely have to worry about calories because you're so full that you are already like you're you're well, well, between your calories, like we, we have a joke, uh, me and Lily that we eat ice cream every single day. Cause we have a, a treat every single day. Even we were cutting, right. Mm-hmm. When Lily and I were cutting, I was eating 2000 calories. She was eating 1800. We still ate ice cream every single day because we hit our protein. We hit all of our meals and we still found time for ice cream. Right. right? So yeah, to me, nutrition should be extremely simple right? It goes back to like exercise. Once you master the knowledge of four ounces of chicken is 24 grams of protein. And then you know that like this amount, this amount of uh, pasta is 200 calories. Now you can mix and match anything you want together. And then you can get complicated with your meals. But until you master just what does four ounces of meat looks like, stick with the basics so that you don't have to overcomplicate like your, your meals as well as have what is there's there's a word um decision paralysis i believe mm. right this yeah getting overwhelmed by the the decision making 
Right. right. So, yeah. That was, that was a very long bit, but I'm very no, I think it makes sense. Yeah. This is definitely, I can hear Alex Ramosi as well. Cause I watched his stuff about nutrition. I was like, Oh, that makes total sense. And actually I was just talking to a friend yesterday and I saw her and she's looking like super lean. And I was like, what have you been doing? You know, cause she was, she tried carnivore like diet, like strict carnivore, which I think is ridiculous. I think you should still get your veggies in, even though protein is important. And, um, yeah, she, I told her what I do and how I have flexibility, but still, you know, it's like, I keep getting more lean, you know, and like muscle. And I'm like, dang, like, this is wild. And it doesn't feel complicated for me. Uh, so I'll explain what I do. Uh, but I, I mean, I basically, I just told her like, I get up, I do my CrossFit, I eat like a banana before I go and work out. Um, sometimes I won't kind of depends, but then I, uh, have my protein shake. And then when I get home, I'm getting ready for, you know, for work and clean up. And I usually do four eggs and then like a sausage or some other type of protein as well. And then, uh, I'll have a snack, which is my yogurt. And I do Greek yogurt. I'll probably do like two servings of that with like blueberries and, um, usually blueberries or some sort of berry. It's kind of whatever's like on sale at Costco. Cause I don't really care. And I like to mix and match. And then, uh, for lunch, I usually have like a big salad and I do some sort of protein like salmon at Costco pro tip, uh, the freezer area, they have these huge bags of salmon and they're in like little, uh, vacuum sealed bags and you just open the bag and you can get marinated ones or I just get like the, the sockeye salmon ones. Yeah. And, uh, I just throw them on my grill, you know, and just cook them in a, like, eight minutes or so, and then have that with some like broccoli, which I can just steam up real quick, or I could just throw some greens on like really simple. And then for dinner, I'll eat, I'll eat more of kind of whatever I want. You know, that's where I'll have more carbs at the end of the day, really. Uh, but that, that essentially is like my diet throughout the day. So my girlfriend, I want to go out, not a big deal. I'm not really tripping if I have like a burger or something like that, you know, um, I eat, even when we go out, I stay relatively healthy and still focus on my protein uh, intake. But that's pretty much what I did. Anyway, I told my friend about this and she went, she started doing the same thing. She's like, it's so nice because I'm freaking relaxed and I can just eat whatever I want at the end of the day, you know, and I've been just trimming down my waistline to where she was at like 150 something. Now she's at like 128 or something like that. And yeah. she just looks like way more lean and she feels great. And I was like, that's awesome. And she's, she was just surprised at how simple it was and effective. So yeah, yeah we're on the same page. That's rad. Yeah. I, I think the simpler things can be because at the end of the day, it's like fitness and nutrition are extremely important, but what's more important is the other things you want to pursue in your life. Right. So you mm -hmm. still, if you still want to find a way, no, you should find a way to still take care of your health, but you shouldn't let it get in the way of what you actually want to do, whether that's build a business, you know, get a promotion, like whatever you want to do. So it's like the simpler you can keep the things that that are really important, the more you can focus your attention on the things that require more attention, like business or, or whatever else. So. Yeah. Or relationships even, you know, yeah. going out and stuff. And I think it's important too, because some people get so wrapped into like, gotta have my, my perfect macros, you know, and I don't really do like weighing of my food. I've done it before. I mean, I know roughly how much stuff is and I can just like eyeball it pretty much. And I'm not super attached to it. Cause I know like roughly how much protein I'm getting in a day. I'm not super exact. Cause I don't really care. I feel like if I was trying to do like a bodybuilding competition or something where I had to, 
then I'm trying to optimize for that, then yeah, I would, I would be weighing my food, but I'm just like average dude, you know, just being fit, living my life. So I keep it really simple. Yeah. Um, Protein is the only thing that I weigh, but it's like my palm is three ounces. Right. (laughs) So that's what I said. It's like, I, I like what you said earlier about if you can just, you know, weigh it and you have to weigh it all the time. But if you can weigh out like four ounces of chicken, you know, like that much of protein looks like this much. Yeah. I mean, you, you know how much it looks, so you can just kind of throw it on the plate and be like, that's roughly that much. Maybe it's a little bit more, not a big deal. Yeah. You know, like you'll be fine. As long as you're hitting that 150 to 200, depending on the size. Whatever you your size is, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely like a bigger dude, but that's what I aim for. And yeah, when I first started hitting like 180, 200 grams of protein in a day, I was so freaking full. I'm like, I don't even have room for other stuff because I'm just like, yeah. Eating protein and vegetables all day. Um, but I would still have some carbs. So yeah, it's all cool stuff, man. Um, I want to ask you, Ben, based on your career, being in entrepreneurship, growing your, your coaching like style business where you're teaching your knowledge, you're mentoring people, uh, making this into a business, getting paid for it. What do you wish someone would have told you early on? Ironically, consistency and simplicity. <laughs> what you're telling us this whole time <laughs> yeah right i mean it's, i was a, i was in the car because i was because i'm sure you've experienced this and like any entrepreneur's experiences like i had like basically just like dread at like a week ago right it was just like oh man like my business is growing as fast as i want to like all this kind of stuff right and i was like driving to the gym actually at like five in the morning and i was just like you know, like we're going back to like what I said earlier, everything in life is cyclical. It doesn't matter if it is working out or if it is like everything's connected, right? Working out business is just like, I can consistently show up for myself every single day, put in the work that I have to do, right? And the reason my business wasn't growing as fast as I want to is because I was sitting here trying to reinvent the wheel, try, you know, fancy copywriting and doing all this kind of stuff. But why don't I just focus on like a video a day? I was doing like a video every other day at this point, right? I was like, why don't I just focus on a video a day, right? The moment I did that, right? I sold two clients yesterday. Wow. Right? I have two new clients that I'm helping just be like in basically two weeks just because I did videos every single day, right? And I was like, okay, right? Don't want to reinvent the wheel. What do I do next? I'm going to do two videos every single day, right? So the, the things that as a new business, as a new, uh, as an entrepreneur in fitness, it's just like, it's doing the things you have to do and do the, 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 the simple things and the boring things going back to like the fundamentals, right? Cause it's all, it's all the same. The fundamentals of fitness, nutrition, business, making videos, like marketing yourself, doing the fundamentals well and doing it a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I first started, I just, I was just like, you know, jumping at every single opportunity. Oh man, maybe I should go try this marketing or hop on the radio or do this, this and that. It's like, no, just sit down, turn on your camera. It sucks. Just like working out sucks. Right. And record your videos. Yeah. Right. Do, do two a day, post on more, post on more, um, post on more, uh, platforms, mediums. Yeah. Yeah. More platforms, Facebook and Facebook stories, two different mediums. And it's just a, a click of a button away. Right. So consistency, of just doing the right, the, 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 the simple things right and a lot, and then just keeping it simple, right? Because there have been many business owners before me. There have been many business owners before you, right? Like they didn't like outside of like their Elon Musk and your Jeff Bezos, the majority of us are just doing the simple things consistently. Mm-hmm. 
the fundamentals. Yes. That's the biggest thing I learned from this whole thing. Just the fundamentals, stick to the fundamentals in your health, in your business, you'll be, you'll be doing well. Yeah. And then you never know you stick to your fundamentals and something happens, you get this huge opportunity and you're like, Whoa, this can actually be something pretty big. You know, I just got invited to be a part of like this cool bundle, um, from a past coach of mine, actually, she wanted me to do like a take on like YouTube and that sort of stuff. So super cool. And I was actually meaning to make a YouTube training anyway. So it was just like synchronicity. And then, yeah, they get promoted to a bunch of different email lists and it's just a good way to grow your email list. So that just happened. I was like, whoa, that's a super cool opportunity. So it's just like coming in at perfect timing and it's just from sticking around, you know, staying in the game long enough. And that's the thing. If you stay in the game long enough, you get those opportunities. That's like yeah. my, even my band, we've been playing music together for so long. We played with some really big bands, played in some really cool venues. And then there's other bands who were like, how do you do that? And it's like, you just stay in it. Just keep playing shows, like having a good time, working, making better music, you know, and it's the same thing with business, same thing with your health, like all that kind of stuff. So stick to the fundamentals, stay consistent and you'll crush it. Um, Ben, where can people get connected with you? It's been an awesome conversation. You're definitely very knowledgeable about what you teach. Where do people find you? Yeah, so you can actually find me on Instagram. Benj.hong is my Instagram handle. That's where I post all my stuff and my lifting videos. Or you can find us at empoweredxcoaching.com. Cool. We'll make sure we put links down in the description for everyone to uh, to get connected with Ben. But definitely reach out to him. Even if you just have questions about you know the things that we talked about, send him a DM and just get connected. So for the listener... I know we covered quite a bit talking about fitness, nutrition, consistency, but that really is what it comes down to. Keep it simple, focus on good protein, eating natural whole foods, I think is the best thing. Even if you're like just getting into it, just like look and say, how many ingredients are in this? A banana, how many ingredients? Like realistically, it's one, it's the banana. That's a whole food. So chicken, it's chicken. Focus on that, not chicken casserole that's packaged in a Amy's meal or something like that. Um, But yeah, stick to the fundamentals and you know, if you have questions, definitely reach out to Ben, but most importantly, take action on something that's your only superpower. So take what you learned here, get out there, make something happen. And we'll see you in the next one.